105.2, the home of SAFM in East London. East London. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Let's go cycling. It's SAFM Sports Special, our regular cycling feature with Cycling South Africa's PR and Communications Officer, Maylene Painter. Good chatting to you, Maylene. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, John, uh, once again. And uh, what a great weekend of cycling. Le Tour de France, Africa's team had a yellow jersey. I see they've lost it now, but still, it was a record-setting result yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, a first uh, for Mark Cavendish as well. Um, to wear the yellow jersey, so we've seen him cross the line, uh, you know, in first place a few times. But to, uh, you know, I actually didn't realise he had never worn yellow before. Mm. So, um, big achievement for him personally, and of course for Africa's team, uh, for Team Dimension Data, uh, for Quebec, a, a great uh, achievement for them on the very, very first day of what's going to be a very long and tough three weeks of racing. Now, I haven't made it easy. Normally, these first couple of stages are pancake flats, but today, one, two, three, four categorised climbs. So they're certainly not making easy for these guys. Yeah, that finish today was grueling, and even towards the end, you could see the front guys almost like their legs were starting to <laughs> to shake and wobble. In fact, they did. They popped off, and um, and the, the peloton, the chasing group, ended up uh, catching them. And uh, you can almost see them running out of, of steam uh, as they're racing along. It was however tough. Um, but uh, P- Peter Sagan as well, to see him in yellow um, is fantastic. Um yeah, I think his wins have been scarce as well. Apparently, mm. he hasn't won a stage in the Tour de France sure. since 2013. So, uh, it's a good comeback for, for Peter. And obviously, getting into yellow as well, it's a great achievement for him. And uh, I think he's got the record for the most second places. But just a confirmation, yes, of, yes. The, just confirmation of the results. Peter Sagan, Julian Alaphilippe, Alejandro Valverde, Dan Martin and Mitchell Matthews finishing first five today. Peter Sagan's in yellow. He has an eight-second lead over Julian Alaphilippe and ten seconds over Alejandro Valverde. Uh, Peter Sagan leads the sprints. Mark Cavendish is second with a few points behind now. Jasper Stoven is the king of the mountains, but just a couple of points there. And Julian Alaphilippe now has the best young rider jersey. Let's talk about other things. The UCI Mountain Bike World Champs on the go. We spoke to, um, I forget his first name, Mr. Bass. Yesterday he was getting a little bit nervous. Philip Bass, how did it go? Yeah, so Philip Bates was a tough race, but that's to be expected from uh, cross-country championships. This year, because of the Olympics taking place in August, they've uh, split the, the, the mountain biking world championships. So the cross-country has taken place entirely on its own now for this week. And then um, in September, the downhill world championships take place in their own week as well. So completely different format to what we, we typically used to. Um, but yeah, uh, the elite men's race was a, a cracker, as to be expected. And Nino Schurter, once again, uh, wearing the, the World Championships Sharp jersey, he won the elite men's race. Um, and Annika Langfat won the elite women's race um, on Saturday. And Philip Bass finished in 45th place. And as a South African rider, James Reed, he finished in 47th place. So tough going for the guys. Um, the other South Africans that raced were in the under-23 category, where Samuel Gaze from New Zealand won that championship, and Alan Hatherley finished in 17th place, which is quite a remarkable uh, result coming from Alan. And uh, Swede Jenny Risbet won the under-23 women's race. And then we also had a junior, um, a young junior man racing, uh, Henry Liebenberg. He finished in 57th place. And Danielle Straden finished in 32nd place in the junior women's race. So tough going, tough course. 
Um, apparently an amazing atmosphere out there in the, in the Czech Republic. So the, the crowd sport it on, and uh, yeah, those are the results from, from our riders. Ashley Mulman-Pasio continuing to make, uh, make waves in the world of cycling. Yeah, she was sports, uh, she was dominated sportswoman of the year as well as sports star of the year in the African Union Sports Council Region 5 inaugural regional annual sports awards which took place in Gauteng on the 25th of June. Mm-hmm. Um, even though she didn't win any prizes, uh, her nomination uh, ranks quite highly. And swimmer Kirsty Coventry from Zimbabwe won the Sportswoman of the Year Award over there, while star athlete from South Africa, Wade van Niekerk, made a clean sweep, winning the Sportsman of the Year as well as Sports Star of the Year categories. And the African Union Sports Council and Region 5 represent 10 Southern African countries. So those countries that were all involved in, in the event is Angola, Botswana, Lesotho, Malawi, Mozambique, Namibia, South Africa, Swaziland, Zambia, and Zimbabwe. So a wonderful achievement to be nominated uh, in amongst mm. those countries. How's, B- how's BMX going? It's the National Age Group Series. Yeah, we had legs four to six in Kaoting this weekend. It was a great event on an awesome track at a brand new venue. So hats off to the guys that put that track together. No major clashes and incidents, just a couple of minor injuries, which is to be expected from BMX <laughs> racing. Um, and uh, parents and supporters and fans retreated to some really great racing all around. And in the elite men class with Carl Dodd proving his dominance once again. Um, and at the moment, we don't have any elite women that are taking part. But it is uh, promising to see that the girls' classes are growing. So some young girls coming through, and we just hope we can keep them interested in the sport to, to develop further to elite level. We spoke about this before. You're having the timekeepers and judges course uh, in July yep. this year. Is there still some space left? There's still some seats available there. It's for road and track cycling, and it's timekeeper and judge course, as well as a team manager's course as well. And this one is uh, geared up for Cape Town, and it's from 22 to 26 July. So if you're interested in getting involved behind the seats uh, scenes with cycling, then uh, check out our website or, or give us a call and we'll direct you to the right people. Okay, all on the website there, hey? Yeah, All right. com. And the KZN Youth Development Camp in Peter Marisburg, uh, we're going to talk to you about Durban yep. as well. That's what's happening with the youth development? Uh, cycling South Africa is staging a very large cycling development camp in Peter Marisburg, and that will see 180 learners and 20 adults attending from the different regions within the KZN province. And that takes place from the 11th to the 14th of July. Um, the main activity days are the Tuesday and the Wednesday, the 12th and 13th, and there'll be two training sessions per day from 9 to 12, and again from 1.30 to 4.30. And all these activities will take place in Alexandra Park in Peter Maritzburg. And the participants will be exposed to track cycling, mountain biking, DMX uh, cycling, and road cycling as well, sure. all within the, the Alexandra Park complex. So they'll be using those facilities. And the KZN regions that will be represented are the Utukela District, Ugu, Utungulu, it's a Kweni and Umgungung Global Districts of KZN. So we've got some great representation, and not just for riders, but also for the adults that are attending to also help impart knowledge once they get back um, to their regions. Uh, they can keep on teaching uh, more riders that come through. Excellent. Yeah, teach the teachers. That's the best thing to do, right? Absolutely. <laughs> what is your safety tip of the week, please? Well, this week is um, something that often gets overlooked, and if you've bought a brand-new bike or if you're riding on a friend's bike, it's always wise to check which side brakes are on which levers. <laughs> so <laughs> 
have you had this experience before, Josh? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so the back brake levers um, can be on the left-hand side or the right-hand side of the bike, and it, I think it really is a, a rider personal preference. My preference is to have the back brake on the right-hand side. Oh, really? And tr- trust me, if you get it wrong, um, <laughs> yeah, and you grab a handful of front brake because you think it's on the other side, uh, you, you are going to be thrown over your handlebars and it puts you in a dangerous situation. So just test the bike first, squeeze the brakes, see which one's which, and just try and remember when you're cycling that uh, you need to pull the <laughs> a lot, uh, you know, a little bit of front brake and a lot more back. You're still going to forget. Don't worry about it. It's just yeah. my, my biggest <laughs> issue is when they've, they've put the gears on the wrong side. So uh, your back gears, on uh, they've always been uh, on my yeah. right-hand side, and that's, to me, the way it should be. I've ridden a bike where they've put it on the other way around. I think the rider was left-handed. And, yeah, uh, changing <laughs> gears just became a nightmare, but that's just me. All right, so, yeah. uh, all the details. <laughs> thank, on, thank you very much for joining us. Maylene Painter, the Cycling South Africa's PR and Communications Manager. Find out all the details, as you heard her say, on cyclingsa.com, www.cyclingsa.com, for info, details of the organization.